podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello, hello, listener, and welcome to this FIFA 22 Pitch Notes audiobook. From overlapping centre-backs to nerfing tackle-backs, I'll be reading the gameplay deep dive so you don't have to. I'm your host, Ben, and this is the Foot Weekly Podcast, brought to you by our supporters and available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Let's get into it. So I'll start off with the key pillars for their development process. This was refreshing as many gameplay areas as possible based on feedback in order to create a more authentic and polished FIFA experience for all players. Fairness, so improved situations that could have felt frustrating from a gameplay perspective. Our aim is to reward players for performing the right action at the right time. For example, this includes situations like being able to defend the bridge or a dribble with clever positioning. Increased gameplay variety in order to enable a greater number of viable play styles. We're looking to make on-pitch action more diverse than ever before so that there is no single best way to play. So with that, we can move into the first thing, and this one is a next-gen specific item, Hypermotion Gameplay Technology. Hypermotion is the foundation for FIFA 22 on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S, and Stadia. Uh, For the first time in FIFA, it combines two recent technologies in game development, full-team motion capture and machine learning. This allows us to increase authenticity and create new features for FIFA. The first thing on the list then is a next-gen feature and it's advanced 11 versus 11 match capture technology. XN suits enable us to carry out a full team motion capture with 22 professional footballers playing at high intensity level while studying their exact movements. This means we can analyze real human motion in new levels of detail within a match situation, resulting in the biggest animation refresh in FIFA history with over 4,000 new football informed animations added to the game. These new animations are used to power full team authentic motion, kinetic air battles, composed ball control, and more. Next up is also next-gen machine learning and ML flow. Combining advanced 11 versus 11 mocap with the power of the new consoles and machine learning has enabled us to improve how players approach the ball on the pitch. We've been able to use over 8.7 million new frames of data to train a neural network outside of the game with as much information and detail as available. In FIFA 22, this has led to the development of the MLflow neural network. MLflow's neural network algorithm is able to generate ball approach animations in real life, including stride adjustments, running cadence, pose matching, and transitions. MLflow is designed to increase the fluidity and authenticity of ball approaches. All of this has led to the following next-gen features. Full-team authentic motion. As mentioned earlier, we've been able to add over 4,000 new animations to FIFA 22. These new animations help improve immersion by adding variety to the gameplay experience, including set pieces, shooting, skill moves, passes, player movement, player reactions, celebration, controlling the ball, two-player headers, falls, get-ups, dribbling, animation idols, shoulder challenges, seal-outs, and more. Next gen again, tactical AI, we rewrote the intelligence and tactical approach of all 22 players on the pitch, emphasizing their roles, personality and teamwork. Players better understand their teammates and how to work together and also better understand opponents' tactics and movements. Next up, also next gen, attacking. 
Last year, we improved several aspects of attacking players with positioning personality. This year, with the new tactical AI, attacking players can make up to six times more decisions per second, better showcasing their nuanced player personality. This allows them to be more aware of their surroundings, perform smarter runs in build-up play, exploit spaces in the defence, and generally be in the right place at the right time more often. As was the case last year, the positioning attribute continues to be the most important in determining the effectiveness of these behaviours. Next up on this next-gen list is defending. Your defenders can operate more as a unit with the new tactical AI, maintaining the shape of the formation when moving across the pitch and bring more authenticity to their overall defensive shape. As was the case last year, defensive awareness attribute continues to be the most important in determining the effectiveness of these behaviours. With tactical AI, players have more personality in FIFA 22 than FIFA 21. Defensive work rates and fatigue have significant impact on the defensive positioning of players and placing any player that is not a centre-back in a centre-back position will negatively impact their defending. Our goal for Tactical AI is to ensure players have a balanced experience in terms of AI teammates, and we will keep monitoring FIFA 22 to make sure there are good ways to break the defence down, as well as good ways to counter. Coming to all versions of the game is the competitive settings and master switch. As we mentioned at the start of this deep dive, one of the big pillars of FIFA 22 is focused on aiming for gaming fairness by eliminating potentially frustrating gameplay situations. As such, we're expanding the FIFA 22 competitive settings. While mandatory in some modes, the competitive settings are available for all players in every mode of FIFA if they wish to play with them. The mandatory competitive settings changed by the competitive master switch are contextual agile dribbling off, auto clearances off, auto flare pass off, auto shots off, assisted headers off, jockey, manual, through pass assistance, semi, and modes where competitive settings are always active will be foot rivals, foot champions, online seasons, co-op seasons, and pro clubs. In online friendlies, the competitive master switch is on by default, however, it is not mandatory. In the controller settings screen, players will notice a new competitive master switch option and once it's enabled, certain settings will be turned off slash on and greyed out, preventing players from changing them individually. Up next is deeper match analysis. With a complete revamp of match facts and player performance screens, you're now equipped with more match data to help better understand how you and your players, as well as your opponents, are performing. I'm going to point you in the direction of the pitch note itself for this because it is very easy to see in image form you can see the screenshots at the end of the game there's a bit of text but it just points towards the images really so do head over there and check that out but basically there's a load more stats and it's all categorized you can check that out over at bit.ly slash 22 gameplay deep dive so that's bit.ly slash 22 gameplay deep dive and scroll down to where you can see the post game uh, stats screen Right, so up next we have Kinetic Air Battles, and this is a next-gen feature. For FIFA 22, we use full-team authentic motion animations to enhance player interaction when battling for air balls. All Kinetic Air Battle animations were captured together with footballers performing these motions in real life. Our system mixes and synchronizes player animations that work together, providing cleaner outcomes, improving the sensation of physicality, and maintaining responsiveness for each situation. Next we have Explosive Sprint which is available on all platforms. Explosive Sprint rewards timing and your intelligence on the ball, giving players a more noticeable acceleration when Sprint R2 RT is pressed during the correct context. The mechanic changes the dynamic of one-on-one -on -one situations, allowing dribblers to explode forward and leave markers behind, or empowering defenders to catch up to a breakaway attacker. Explosive Sprint can be triggered while already in possession of the ball, dribbling or when moving without the ball cannot be activated during the ball approach. 
The timing here is important, with the explosive sprint only being fully effective when facing and moving forward. If either the player is not fully moving forward or fully facing forward, you only get a partial effect. Note that when we say moving forward or fully facing forward, we refer to a straight line direction that the player in question is facing, meaning the explosive sprints are not fully effective when using them while moving in anything but a straight line. Normal acceleration rates when pressing or holding the sprint button still apply in all other situations. To balance the mechanic, the explosive sprint only happens for a short duration when activated, then tapers off, going into a cooldown period during which it cannot be activated until it ends. Up next we have another next gen feature, player humanization. Inspired by advanced 11 vs 11 match capture, in FIFA 22 we included additional animations to enhance player humanization and help give more life to players on the pitch. For example you can see players talk to each other on the pitch and watch teammates point to certain areas as they request passes that show a better understanding of match situations. We've implemented new moments that creates immersion and humanization like match mascots walking out with players during the entrance, a revamped intro sequence with more details, new facial expressions, refreshed player reactions, new ball retrieval scenes and much more. Up next is a feature for all platforms, true ball physics. We used real-world football data from football matches as a foundation for FIFA 22's ball physics, helping to improve the authenticity of ball speed, swerve, air drag, air resistance, ground friction, and rolling friction. Up next, we have another all-platform feature, new attacking tactics. We're expanding tactic customization and instructions to enable more gameplay variety. For FIFA 22, one of the main differences is breaking down the attacking tactics into two sections, build-up play and chance creation. The separation can enable players to have more control over playstyles and team behaviours. Build-up play is all about how your team performs when they're in possession of the ball in your own half. For instance, you can choose to build up your attack slowly or push as fast as possible. Build-up play is composed of four tactics. Balanced, the tactic is used for a balanced team that maintains its formation while building up the attack. Players will support and make runs when they think it's the right time to do so. Slow build-up, players will support more in attacking build-up play rather than a direct approach with lots of forward runs. This tactic emphasizes a short passing game with slower build-up. Long ball, the team will make runs for long balls played into space behind the opposing back line or up to a target man for a more direct attack that skips the midfield. Strikers who are fast with a good attacking positioning attribute are the best at this tactic. Fast build-up, this tactic pushes players forward for faster build-up, but if you lose possession of the ball, you can find yourself open to a counter-attack. And then we move on to chance creation, which is how your team will attack the opponent in their half and how they will create goals. Chance creation is also broken down into four tactics. Balanced, this tactic is used for a balanced team that maintains its formation while building up the attack. Players will offer support and make runs when they think it's the right time to do so. Possession, players will provide more close support to the dribbler in the attacking zone rather than going on forward runs. This tactic strengthens a short passing game to patiently wait for the chance to attack, but will rarely provide runs penetrating the opposing defensive line. Direct passing, once the team enters the attacking zone while in possession, players will create chances by making runs for passes into space behind the opposing back line. Strikers who are fast with a good attacking positioning attribute are usually well suited for this tactic. Forward runs, this tactic pushes players forward, deeper into the attacking areas, but if you lose possession of the ball, you could find yourself open to a counter-attack. The new attacking tactics can be combined to create 16 distinct attacking tactics, each with their own benefits and styles of play. There are more changes to tactics and instructions that can be found in the defending section later on in this deep dive. We'll move on to the composed ball control section, which is a next-gen feature. 
The new composed ball control animations are longer two-touch animations that make controlling the ball more natural. This enables players to trap the ball in specific circumstances with more fluidity and precision, both in responsiveness and visuals, allowing for the better setup of subsequent plays. Players can perform these highly technical traps to better control air balls, strengthen shielding situations, and to be more agile when controlling ground balls. Due to these animations cushioning the ball and resulting in a more precise and accurate control than any other type of ball control animation, specific chain traps are present within composed ball control and can get increased chances of being performed when the following conditions are met. The player is not sprinting, so that's holding R2 or RT. There are no opponents nearby, except for specific shielding animations, holding L2 or LT. The left stick has to remain still while performing composed ball control to allow for the animation to complete. The condition makes the impacted traps more responsive as any drastic changes to the left stick input allows the player to transition out of the animation. Specific attributes dictate how consistently they can be performed. Air slash ground composed ball control, at least 70 ball control and 60 agility. Shielding composed ball control, at least 60 ball control and 70 strength. The consistency scales up with the needed attributes, with the cap being an average of 92 between the aforementioned attributes. Next we have controlling the ball, which is not a next-gen specific feature. We focused on improving the player's grasp over the ball, polishing many situations to more reliably obtain control of the ball, be it in the air or on the ground. This is now a list. We worked a lot of shielding fundamentals with a big emphasis on player personality where strength and ball control attributes play a major part on the efficacy of shielding. This also applies for contextual shielding which happens in certain circumstances when obtaining possession of the ball. Improved control for shielding air balls allowing stronger players to more reliably win air duels with shielding L2 slash LT. Contextual air ball shielding, allowing strong players to naturally shield the ball in contested situations when no other action is being requested besides left stick input. Players need 85 strength to contextually shield or 75 strength if the opponent is 5 strength less. On next gen, the active touch system can now evaluate more situations at once, drastically reducing cases of players not controlling the ball. Improvements to responsiveness of the active touch system with more fidelity when trapping and controlling a ball. Now we move on to passing, which is not next-gen specific. In FIFA 22, we focused on ground passes, lob passes, and lob-through ball passing systems to better account for context of play, including opposition player positioning, teammate positioning, general spacing, and many types of situations. Here are some of the most impactful changes made to passing in FIFA 22. Animation refresh. New animations have been added and a major cleanup and polish of existing passing animations has been done, allowing for more consistency and animation selection. A revamp of the ground passing targeting system, allowing for better target selection and spatial awareness. Semi-assisted ground passes were also refreshed in the new system. Lob passes and lob through passes. These passes have more consistency in height trajectories, leading and a better understanding of context. Semi-assisted through passes. As part of the competitive settings, semi-assisted through passes were expanded from last year to have more assistance for close and simple passes and less assistance for far and difficult passes. The more difficult and further the pass, the more precise the player's aim and power has to be. Vision assistance. Assistance increases based on the player's vision attributes, starting at 85 and up to 99. Additional passing improvements. This refers to a system that improves responsiveness and allows for transitions between different passes. You can request a different type of pass halfway through a pass request and the system will then attempt to stop the current pass and perform the new pass. This can be especially useful when reacting to sudden situational changes. 
On NextGen, the through-pass receiver system is now able to analyze more receivers, resulting in better overall pass targets and more consistent receiver selection. Going back to all platforms, receiver awareness is increased in order for teammates to understand when they're being considered as a possible pass receiver, increasing pass completion rates. Increased personality in passing. Through and lob through pass quality is mostly determined by the vision attribute and less by the short and long passing attributes. Ground and lob passes are mostly determined by the short slash long passing attributes. The crossing attribute can increase the speed of driven crosses and driven ground crosses. The player's current speed when requesting a pass alters the quality of that pass. The higher the speed, the more negative impact to the pass. For shooting, we focused on a variety of fixes improvements, but also made balancing changes to three key aspects. Improved shooting consistency in easy one-on-one -on -one situations. Shots from difficult situations with the defender being close to the ball carrier have reduced conversion rate to correspond with the difficulty of the situation. Shots from wide slash tight angles have reduced on target and on goal percentage, making them less consistent to score. All these situations above are also dependent on the player's shooting attributes, with a new tuning that consistently increases the goal percentage the higher the attributes are. Besides numerous fixes and overall improvements, it's also worth mentioning we've changed the green shot timing window, allowing you to hit green more consistently than before. We'll keep monitoring this change to make sure that time shots are kept balanced and not overpowered. I'll drop a quick note in here actually because this is something that's not been so relevant recently, but basically when you green time a shot, it means that the quality of the shot is better. You press shoot again, just as the player makes contact with the ball, and that allows you to get a better quality shot. So you can see why they're going to be monitoring that. Let's move on to dribbling. For FIFA 22, we focused on dribbling fundamentals and added a few mechanics to spice up your plays. Super knock-on, double flick right stick forward. The knock-on ball distance is further if you flick and hold the right stick on the second flick rather than if you perform two consecutive quick flicks. Riding tackle touches allows you to dribble past some tackles with your left stick input depending on the timing of your dribbling inputs. Better dribbling control at high speeds with closer touches and more gradual deceleration when you release the sprint button while dribbling. Quicker turns and exits during dribbles. This mimics the touches and quickness of some of the world's greatest dribblers. Added more player personality during dribbling, especially when sprinting, performing knock-ons, dribbling under pressure, and changing directions drastically. Manual dink dribble touch. Press R3 during a dribble to perform a dink touch while dribbling. Perfect for avoiding the defender's legs. Contextual dink touch. Only enabled when contextual agile dribbling option is turned on. This performs the dink dribble touch automatically while dribbling in certain situations. This is turned off by default when using competitive settings. Right, I need a breather. Let's take a break. I'll be back in just a moment. We all know rivals and weekend league can be a bit of a challenge. So many games, so little time and so much of it decided between the years. We've been giving lots of tips on the Foot Weekly podcast across the season about how to improve your performance and tactics. But now I want to tell you about something that could help improve your focus and your memory of those tips. Did you know that your brain uses around 15% of your blood and oxygen supplies to generate all those neurological signals? despite only amounting to 3% of your overall body weight. And this is where Sun's brain health supplements, which contain nine natural ingredients, including ashwagandha and lion's mane mushroom, can really help improve brain performance. It does this by providing your brain with the specific vitamins and minerals it needs to thrive, including circulation within the brain, which allows for more efficient neurological signals. How's your brain performing? Take it to the next level with this special offer from suns.co.uk. Use the code FOOT25 to get £25 off your first order from Suns. That's S-O-N-S dot co dot U-K and the code is F-U-T-2-5. 
And with that, a huge thanks for listening to this announcement and a huge thank you to all those supporters out there keeping the podcast going. Right, let's get back into it with skill move balancing. The main goal is to balance skill moves and make them effective if timed and executed correctly. After listening to feedback from the community and pros, we made the following balancing changes. Removed skill cancel for Lacroqueta, Elastico, Reverse Elastico and Scoop Turn. Reduced the animation speed for the bridge and directional nutmeg. Drag back spin for touch turn and step overs can now be cancelled with LT and RT or L2 and R2. Drag to drag skill move can now be triggered by holding right stick backwards. The hill to hill skill move is more difficult to perform successfully. New animations for directional nutmeg 90 degree turns. Next we have first time skill moves. One important change that we want to highlight are the first time skill moves, which is something we received lots of feedback on. With this improvement, skill moves can now be executed in the first time situations as the ball is coming towards the player. In the past, this was only possible with fake shots, but now skill moves with the right stick are possible as well. Certain moves cannot be performed first time, such as step overs, body feint, and the bridge slash directional nutmeg. Skill moves in first time situations will be harder to control than while dribbling, especially if the incoming ball velocity is high. First time skills will not work from driven passes. New skill moves. The full touch turn, hold LT slash L2 and flick right stick back and then flick right stick back again. Skill bridge, hold L2 slash LT and double tap R1 slash RB. First time spin, hold L1 and LB and R1 and RB as the ball comes towards the player first time. Now I saw a few people suggesting this was going to look like the Bergkamp flick, but it doesn't look like that at all actually. Basically, imagine the ball coming into the player and then they hold the ball on their instep and rotate on the spot and you can exit out of it at any particular angle. It is actually quite a fun one and it's relatively effective if you can time the exit right. But anyway, let's get back into it. Next, we have scoop turn fake. Hold left stick in the opposite direction after doing a forward scoop. And I should just say, I'm still saying if something is next gen specific, we just haven't had anything in a little while. And that is the case for this next one too, with defending goalkeeper rewrite. When designing the new FIFA 22 goalkeepers, we had three major areas in mind. Reliable saves, visual variety of animations, and keeper personality. The new system uses over 600 animations, focusing on how keepers make saves. Tipping the ball over the frame of the goal, showing agility on dives, and punching the ball away on corners, and overall keeper movement. Last but not least, the system allows us to replicate the different styles of world-class keepers, with some keepers having cat-like reflexes, some being masters of anticipating shots, while others are extremely adept at rushing out to punch any ball to safety. Defensive behaviour. Fair and predictable outcomes. This year's improvements on the defending side were aimed to ensure fair, consistent and predictable outcomes when it comes to defending situations. For instance, we've seen that some players felt like tackling could be a point of frustration. So we've updated the tackle back behavior as described later in the deep dive. These are the balancing changes we've made. Improved tackle animation selection, resulting in cleaner outcomes, better ball speed and angle for successful tackles, increasing the likelihood of the ball going towards your teammate. New possession style tackles aimed to improve the tackler's ball retrieval rate on good tackles when the situation is appropriate, depending on player personality. Reduce launching distance for automatic tackles in general, especially during sprinting. Reduce situations when automatic tackles would trigger unfairly from behind the opponent. Improve tackling for air balls, i.e. during an opponent's flick up or chest trap. Added more variety on ball deflections following a block. Automatic blocks are now less effective when the player is not jockeying automatic blocks are not as successfully performed and have higher chances of missing. 
controls and personality. Besides trying to balance the outcomes in defending, we also made changes to the controls to improve player personality. Shoulder challenges slash seal outs. Tap circle slash B whilst side by side with your opponent when defending to contextually trigger a shoulder challenge or seal out. The efficacy of this behavior is related to the defender's attribute slash personality. Manual block. Tap circle slash B close to the moment of the shot slash pass while your player is within the passing lane or shooting course. If timed appropriately, this will launch a manual block which has a higher possibility of succeeding and results in faster contact with the ball compared to automatic blocks. More tackling personality. Balance the win ratio related to personality in order for high rated tacklers to win the ball more often compared to lower rated players. Based on attributes, we increase the accuracy of tackles as well as improve the position of the player when starting the animation. Physical player personality. Players that are more physical and combative can also trigger more shoulder challenges and seal outs when requesting a tackle in appropriate situations. Jockey max speed. Added personality effect to sprint jockey max speed based on the player's defensive awareness attribute. Speed scales from 60 to 99 awareness with any player below 60 having the minimum speed while performing a sprint jockey. Assisted jockey versus skill moves. Improved assisted jockey behavior against skill moves, allowing defensive players to keep up with the skills while jockeying. Interceptions and disrupt interceptions. One of the biggest pieces of feedback we received in the last year was about how even when you felt you were in the right place at the right time, you wouldn't always be able to intercept certain passes. We improved many aspects of normal interceptions in FIFA 22 and created new disrupt interceptions. Disrupt interceptions are a mix between controlling the ball and blocking. The goal here is to disrupt the course of the pass, even if that means not retaining the ball. These disrupt interceptions can only be performed by user-controlled players and with the left stick input directed towards the path instead of the ball or the receiver. Player personality also plays a big part here, with attributes determining how far players can reach to intercept, how quick they can react, and how successfully they can touch the ball. Disrupt interceptions are designed to reward players that have the ability to read the game and position themselves accordingly. Teammate Contain this year we've introduced several changes to teammate contain as before hold r1 slash rb while defending in order to have an ai controlled teammate contain the ball carrier for fifa 22 we've introduced teammate contain stamina every player has their own contained stamina that allows them to keep containing as long as it is not depleted contained stamina drains while the r1 slash rb button is being held and once the containing teammate runs out of stamina they will go back to the regular instructions and enter a cooldown period for a few seconds where they cannot contain anymore. The contained stamina is represented by a UI element above the teammate that is currently pressing. Player personality is what drives how close the teammate gets to the ball carrier while containing. Their urgency to do so, the amount of contained stamina they have, and also the duration of the cooldown to recover the stamina. The attributes that dictate these values are defensive awareness, defensive work rates, and remaining in match stamina. The goal for teammate contain is that someone like a world-class defensive midfielder is more effective and reliable at closing down opponents than attackers, for example, who might be focused on more offensive duties. Player switching. In FIFA 22, we wanted to provide players with even more ways to switch, as players can have different priorities when switching. We've added four new options, including icon switching and player rotation. Icon switching. This is a new form of switching that provides players with a surefire way to select their desired player. To activate icon switching, press R3 while defending and you will see UI elements above four of your players, each with a specific direction. After pressing R3, you can then flick the right stick in the direction shown on the icon above the player's head and the switch will happen. There is also an option in controller settings to disable icon switching. More switching options. 
player rotation, a new option for right stick switching, allowing you to move the next player switch indicator, essentially allowing you to pre-switch to a player before confirming. Once you are satisfied with your choice, press manual switch L1 slash LB to confirm. The movement of the indicator is based on its current position. Auto switching. In addition to air balls and loose balls switching options, we've added two new options, one for only on air balls and one for only on loose balls. Directional clearances and technical clearances. This year we introduced new directional clearances, which require more skill to successfully execute, but also offer more control to players when compared to classic clearances. We also added a new mechanic to improve the action of clearing the ball out of the defense called technical clearances. This is a new default option for clearances, with ball trajectories now following the left stick input as much as they can, while still trying to perform the earliest contact with the ball. These clearances still have assistance in some specific cases, like when aiming at your own goal, at other players, or when in a very urgent situation. For reference, classic clearances do not take into consideration your left stick inputs and power, and your players try to perform the first available contact in any direction. Technical clearances, R1 slash RB and X slash B, a new mechanic that always tries to kick the ball forward and as far as possible from the area. The kick direction is always upfield, no target, with some aim input taken into consideration. Technical clearances can be useful when you're in possession of the ball close to your box and you want to get the ball away to have time for a breather. There is no concept of urgency to technical clearances, meaning they might result in a later contact with the ball, losing the ball to an opponent or failing to attempt a last second goal line clearance. Next we move into more tactics and instruction customization. Besides new attacking tactics mentioned earlier, we've made changes to tactics and new instructions to further customize your playstyle. Depth and width sliders now range from 1 to 100, allowing for more nuanced customization. Free roam instructions for CDMs allow for a deep lying playmaker role, coming closer to support the ball handler and also dropping deeper to receive a pass during possession or build up. Before we get into the next two, which are step up and overload instructions on centre backs, I wanted to make the point that I actually confused these two instructions because they weren't completely finished in terms of the labelling of things in the gameplay build that I had the opportunity to play and talked about on the last podcast. Let me clarify by reading these. Step up instructions for centre backs and fullbacks can have them step out of position and mark opposing attackers tighter when they are free to receive a ball. This is the inverse of the stick to position instruction. Overlap instructions for centre backs only for three or five defender formations allow the centre back to overlap wide when in the correct position and provide attacking support to teammates. So the overlap is a more attacking instruction and the step up is a defensive instruction triggering the defender to get tighter. Right, let's move on to across the pitch and a next gen feature, bigger goal moments. Building on the big goal moments from last year, we've increased the number of scenes, all with new player animations and cinematography. You can experience new crowd moments, camera angles, opponents, captain reactions, and unique player celebrations incorporated into the scenes. The improvements to big goal moments allow you to celebrate big goals with select players as they would in real life, with subs, managers, and crowd all involved in the spectacle. And we're going back into non-next-gen exclusive stuff here. Player movement. We've made a number of changes to player movement and speed for FIFA 22. Increase the max top speed. This change more closely mirrors real-life speed of professional football athletes, and it requires players to run for longer to reach their new max speed. This change also positively affects lower speed players as they are slightly faster in smaller spaces than before. However, they will still be slower when performing long distance runs against a very fast player. Controlled deceleration. Some players with higher attributes can decelerate faster when transitioning into a dribble or trapping the ball. Only players with the agility, ball control and dribbling equal to or greater than 80 are eligible for controlled deceleration. 
new star player movement, added new visuals for a few players when moving in certain conditions, such as Phil Foden when sprinting and Son Heung-min when dribbling, assigned avatar running styles to over 50 players resulting in their movement being closer to real life, including Christian Pulisic and many more. Set pieces. We've made several set piece improvements to FIFA 22 from visual to mechanics and behaviour. There are more dynamic actions such as players being more active during goal kicks, more natural marking movement during free kicks and variety in positions during attacking set pieces. We also enhanced the attacking player runs during free kicks and improved the amount of support provided by teammates to the kick taker. Next gen, free kick wall visuals have been refreshed with the intent of making players feel more lively, conscious of the game context and noticeably track the ball. Going back into non-next-gen exclusive, refresh of free kick and penalty kick animations. David Beckham free kicks added a unique animation to replicate the iconic technique of David Beckham's free kicks. The other category of set-piece improvements focuses on mechanics. Hang on quick free kick. Hold R2 slash RT during a free kick to hang on to it for a few more seconds to give your teammates more time to get into position. Throw in improvements. More intelligent throws now consider the position of opponents, resulting in more accuracy and possession retention. Co-op change set-piece user. The player in charge of taking the free kick can press R3 and L3 to let the other co-op player take the kick. This will help players split roles with their teammates and can be done on corner kicks, free kicks and penalty kicks. Not available during penalty shootouts. Earlier call short and push up. R1 slash RB and L1 slash LB can now be pressed before the goal kick starts, having the players already in the desired position. Free kick side accuracy. Increase shot accuracy in free kicks, especially when applying a lot of side spin during a free kick. This is affected by the amount of spin, your player's curve and free kick attributes, and if you time your kick properly. CPU AI. The CPU is a very important area for gameplay, with a lot of FIFA players focusing on career mode and foot score battles. Competitor mode tweaks. For players who like a challenge, we rewrote defending competitor mode CPU AI with something we call threat-based defending with the CPU better understanding who the players are they should mark, which off-the-ball runs they should chase and which dribblers they should close down. With threat-based defending, competitor mode is more challenging than before. To not be left behind, we're also tuning the attacking moves with space-based attacking. This allows the competitor mode CPU AI to have a better understanding of spaces and when to perform dribbles and passes, including performing killer through balls or bending precise crosses in the box. Player-based difficulty. Player-based difficulty is a new setting when playing against the CPU AI. The idea is that when you play against a team like PSG, Mbappe really stands out as being a more dangerous player due to his attributes. Similarly, if the opposition team is starting a lower rated player among a team of high rated ones, they will be easier to tackle or dribble past. Player-based difficulty individualizes the difficulty of each player. For example, when playing on professional difficulty against an average team but with Mbappe in their squad, he will behave as if he was on a difficulty higher, while his teammates will still perform on professional difficulty or lower. Besides this, we also balance all difficulty levels to offer more differentiation and a better difficulty and gameplay progression between each level. Physical play. Another area of focus this year was to improve the physicality of players, mainly focusing on fairness of outcomes. To accomplish this, we made the following changes. Increased strength attribute impact and emphasized strength differentiation between players when involved in physical play. Added more intelligent stumbles and falls to avoid inauthentic outcomes and to produce fairer results after being tackled or when slipping. Pass, shots and tackle back improvements. Tackle back refers to when the tackler performs a good tackle on an attacker, but the attacker quickly recovers and maintains possession of the ball or gets it back. To prioritise fairness in the game, we have made some changes to reduce the amount of tacklebacks. However, while some of these changes can impact 
Visual fidelity in specific instances, they create a more positive and satisfying experience for the defender. Pass and shot improvements. We have also prioritized the continuity of the shooting animations when the opponent is close behind the shot taker, not if already tackling. While this may also impact visual fidelity, it does create a more positive shooting experience for the attacker. We've increased the FIFA attributes that were introduced last year for kickoff, online seasons, and online friendlies game modes to allow players to experience player personality at a higher level. These attributes are modified depending on each player's positions. And then there's a long list of the boosts that these players get. It's basically to replicate the foot boosts within kickoff and those modes just mentioned. And because the game is now built around the stats that are present in foot, not necessarily in other areas. So they want to make the experience good for everyone, not just foot players. Some other FIFA 22 changes we wanted to highlight include this first one and only the first one just for next gen. Net physics will have more visual elasticity, spring and shake, which when combined with the PlayStation 5 haptic feedback and audio cues can make goals feel more impactful. Increased consistency and accuracy of assisted headers in modes they can be useful in. Multiple new celebrations including time check, short point and T for two. We continue to add star specific celebrations for some of the world's most famous players. Additionally, there are other areas of FIFA 22 with gameplay changes that will be introduced in future deep dives. Gameplay perks for career mode and pro clubs. Finally, we get to community title updates and live tuning tool. To better respond to some feedback during the cycle, we worked hard on a feature that took a significant effort from multiple teams. We call it the live tuning tool. In FIFA 22, we can work on some aspects of gameplay through the live tuning tool and roll out changes without requiring a full title update. This can allow us to make tuning changes faster with more frequency and also keep working on the balance of the game. Live tuning tool changes will be logged and tracked just like release notes and title updates. To stay up to date with the live tuning tool changes, be sure to bookmark the EA Sports FIFA tracker. For illustrative purposes, a small tuning change that could have previously taken up to two months to be released for multiple reasons can now be released on a faster timeline after testing as long as the update makes sense for FIFA. Note that the live tuning tool does not allow us to perform changes that require any animation or code modifications, which are normally more complex than tuning and tweaking numbers. For changes that require either, including non-gameplay changes, a full title update will still be required. We'd like to take a moment to thank everyone for all the feedback you've provided throughout FIFA 21. Your support, engagement and suggestions help influence how we build the game. As you can see above, a lot of changes and improvements were assisted by the feedback we received. So please continue to give feedback, including videos with examples whenever possible. And then it closes with thank you so much for reading this massive gameplay deep dive. I hope you enjoyed learning about the upcoming changes to FIFA 22. Be sure to keep an eye out for more deep dives on FIFA 22. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. Support the pod if you would like to and get bonus content over at bit.ly slash more pod. I might have added a little bit myself there. Uh, but a big thanks to Clefi, Zaro, Goran and the gameplay team who obviously had a big hand in this. It isn't something we've always had. The depth and level of insight and the relative transparency of it is really good to see. It's very positive. So that should be said, no matter what happens uh, with the gameplay, ultimately, it is really good to see these pitch notes articles. And we should see the foot one in the near future. That will definitely be covered on the pod. Probably more discussion around this. I would like to discuss this more. And uh, the thing is, oh, I'm away, so can't be recording over the next week or so. Um, but on the other hand, there is a podcast coming out, which I've already recorded, wrapping up Foot 21 with some of our most regular guests, giving out some awards and that sort of thing. 
Oh, the other thing is that there is going to be a Foot Information audio guide. Yes, the classic Foot Information podcast return, as they sometimes do or often do in the summer. And this one is almost a bit of a rerun, I suppose. Bring it up to date because it was done two years ago. The one on work rates and picking the perfect player for each position. Those who haven't heard that, it is going to be good because work rates are often misunderstood. Um, but yeah, more on that when it comes in the near future. It's going to count for two weeks worth. It's a bit long, but it will be worth it. And then in terms of more pitch note, gameplay chats, I'd quite like to do that once there's another hands-on opportunity so that we can prioritize talking about the stuff that's really going to make a difference. It's going to be interesting rather than saying oh yeah well i mean this sounds like a good idea but we'll see uh, how things pan out and uh, we'll have to play it by ear as we often do over the summer either way looking forward to it and i've done enough rambling you can tell it's late can't you let's wrap it up thank you to all you listeners to you subscribers to those supporters keeping the pod going and to those icon patrons dave b dj fifa player coach Vass, hugh j thomas alan g alistair martin m jordan matt l chris w David S, Liam B, Reese A, Harry P, Sam B, Adam G, Neil P, Jake G, Robbie S, Jake S, Damon H, Zach O, Tom B, Stephen F, Eric T, Christopher R, Jonathan P, Elliot M, Lee A, Paul, Johan P, Dominic, Rob P, Michael, Kraus, Adam A, Sam P, David C, Brian S, Sila P, Mikael L, Nishant, Dougie, Anthony R, Jeff B, Stephen M, Roger D, at pace of a tortoise, Stephen C, Andrew C, Dan W, Pobius, Sporkum, Bronco, Matt H, and Savage P. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Nick V, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. Before I leave you though, just one more thing to add. FIFA is a bit like life really, it has its many ups and its many downs and if you are having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net there's loads of resources, advice and support or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, I'll catch you next time. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network.